0: Welcome to the Kate All Show, where I share with you wisdom, practical advice, and leadership for those wanting to grow and scale their agency. In the last eight years, I've launched and grown a Pinterest marketing agency to over a team of 40 and 120 clients and a digital marketing membership community. I have had a lot of successes and many, many more failures and lessons about how to get and retain clients. I believe in excellent customer service and challenging yourself to stand out above the rest. I'm skilled at team growth and development, client success, systematizing, and connecting with people on a level that helps them feel seen and heard. My goal for you is to help you multiply yourself in a way where you can grow your agency and reach your goals, both professional and personal. Before we dive in, I want to let you know that Pinterest Agency Pro, the program where I teach you how to do all of these things, the 12-week coaching program, is open now and will close April 12th, 2022. So go to kateall.com slash pro to learn more. In today's episode, we're going to dive into how to attract clients. You've got a business on your hands. You've got a couple clients. You want to get More. So how do you draw awareness to yourself and your business, and what are the methods and tactics that really work best for you? So this is where I find a lot of agency owners can get really, really distracted. Either they create another offer to attract more clients, or they create a bunch of new services to attract more, or maybe they just spend too much time on Instagram (laughs) So it's all about how to get more leads so you can get more clients. And one of the biggest things you want to think about is how to put yourself strategically in the places where they are. Put yourself in their path. In the last episode, we talked about tracking and where people are coming to you. So you know you have a system set up to be able to look back at the data. If you have not listened to that, I highly recommend you go back and create your tracking system so that over the next six months, you are now informed about what pathways and how people are finding your business and coming on as clients. So we're going to talk today about three particular methods that you can utilize to attract clients. The first one is content marketing. Essentially, it's writing blog posts. So I highly recommend Joe Polizzi and his books that he has. He was one of the very first speakers I heard at Social Media Marketing World when I attended there the first time. I've also spoken there three other times. Um, reading his book, Content Marketing, Inc., I listen to it on audio. I like listening to nonfiction books on audio. I highly recommend anything that he puts out because he frames content marketing in this way where it's it's not so much just blogging, but it's showing your expertise. And he shared in this particular talk that I listened to that it takes about 18 months to really build up your investment in the content and show that you are an expert in your industry, or you're an expert at what you talk about through the clear communication in your content marketing. He shared an example of a guy who talked about backyard chickens. He did a podcast as his version of content marketing. And he took and he just talked on the podcast about how to raise backyard chickens. And pretty soon somebody shared it, and then another person shared it, and then another person shared it, and it grew to this like super huge podcast because all he was doing was sharing his expertise on what he knew about raising backyard chickens. And I kind of pushed back in my head against this whole 18-month timeline of content marketing because it felt so big, but he's not wrong. Like people won't find your blog post overnight. So it takes a while to kind of build up this steam and really get the ball rolling. It's like Pinterest, right? It doesn't happen overnight. But once you build this great foundation, that snowball effect takes over. And now you have all these places that reach people who are asking questions. And so if Google is one of those things, in an SEO, and you see that a lot of people come to your website through blog post pages on your site, That's awesome. You want to keep that up. That is the number one way at Simple Pin Media that we get clients. It's through Google, organic Google. We have looked into investing in Google ads, but for us, it didn't make sense because our SEO was already so strong. So essentially we kind of would be competing against ourselves and paying for it. It just did not make sense. So we have set it up. Our workflow for content marketing was really to write the podcast or to do the podcast over there, the simple pin podcast, turn it into a blog post that is optimized for SEO. And then that would kind of keep that ball rolling. And we've been doing it now for six years. And so Google is probably about 55, 60% of our traffic to the website. So we're going to keep going with this method, but it didn't happen overnight it's taken an investment. The important thing here is to think about how much time you want to put into content marketing and to really think about what method that could be podcasting, uh, YouTube, or blog posts. But be very clear that Instagram reels, that's not content marketing. That's just short poppy marketing, which is different. We're going to talk about that in a minute. So You're going to have to throw some darts in the beginning with content marketing to kind of get your voice and get your feel of it. But if you are naturally bent to write or create video, this might be a really great way to attract clients. The second way that I love is email marketing. Now, this could cross a little bit with content marketing, but it's not so public, like it's behind a wall, right? So here's how this works for me. This is actually my very first method of attracting clients to my company. So we're in a completely different time right now with Pinterest marketing, with email marketing. That whole thing is not lost on me. So I know that there weren't a lot of people talking about Pinterest marketing at the time. And I also did not have a blog side to my business when I first started. It was like the ugliest, plainest, most boring website. I think you can see it if you go back to like the Wayback Machine. It was so boring. In fact, I have to say this I did, at the time, they were doing these things called user peak testing. And you could sign up for uh, like somebody to review your website and they would give you feedback in a five minute video. And one woman was like, this website is so boring. It does not look like Pinterest. And I think if somebody's going to talk about Pinterest marketing or do provide these services, it needs to at least look like Pinterest. I was like, yep, yeah, she's, she nailed it. So at the time, the only thing I had was email marketing. And there was a box on my site where you could sign up. I didn't have a freebie. There was no GDPR or anything like that. I basically just asked my clients, those three initial clients, to sign up so I could keep them in the know about Pinterest changes. And if they would tell their friends, that would also be super awesome. And I set out to write an email each and every week, every Wednesday, 5 a.m., because that was something that I learned from Joe Polizzi. He said, if you are going to distribute content, I want you to be super consistent about it, same time, same day, train your audience that this is when you're going to release your content. And so I took that and I put it into my email and I said, Wednesday, 5 a.m. Eastern, I'm going to send out this email. And to this day, we still send out an email every day or every Wednesday, 5 a.m. Eastern, always goes out. And I stuck to a particular format and template because I also learned like people want to know like what's to expect they want to see consistency. So in that first email list I had seven people the first three clients that I had a few friends and my own personal email which was hilarious. So I was getting a little bit discouraged because during this time of 2014 there were a lot of, Um, internet marketers who are like exploding. It was when Amy Porterfield was really like taking off. And there's all these other people talking about making all this money and making all this impact. And I started to get a little bit discouraged. But while I was working in that first year on really developing this newsletter, I listened to a podcast where this woman said, think of your email like a room of people. If you had seven people in your living room willing to listen to you, you wouldn't walk outside and wonder where the rest of them were. You'd talk to those in your living room. And it was probably one of the most influential pieces of advice, obviously not directly given to me, but it felt like it was perfectly timed for me. And I continued to write, thinking of those people sitting in my living room, wanting to learn from me about Pinterest. They didn't go to my neighbor's house. They came to my house. And I had an opportunity to serve them with my knowledge in the hopes that they would trust me with their Pinterest management. And it worked. It worked to attract more clients, and it still does year over year. But I will say, as the company has grown And as some of our offers have shifted, we've realized email marketing now serves a little bit of a different audience. But in the beginning, since I didn't have a blog, I didn't have a podcast, it served to really generate a lot of new clients to the business. So number three, and I think this one is one of the biggest traps, and it is social media to attract clients. So It can be the biggest time trap. Instagram Reels, TikToks, you spend so much time creating content, especially if you're not naturally wired to do it. Now, some people are naturally wired. They're really good at it. They could bust out a TikTok or an Instagram Reel in less than 30 minutes. It feels very homey for them. It feels very comfortable for them. That is not me. So if I try to spend time creating a TikTok or a Reel, it's... (laughs) It's a lot of brain space and it's exhausting. And truthfully, when you go to social media to attract clients, you're not totally sure who the person you're targeting is or what you want them to do. So it's a little bit, uh, it's a good, I would say it's a good fuel for a program or your education model it might not be so much the model for clients. So let me explain. Most clients are not in learn mode. They're in hire mode, right? They have recognized a problem and they are ready to find the expert to solve it. I talked about this in the last episode as far as the pathway, right? And remember, this whole season is about lead generation. It's how you get more leads. So I want you to be thinking About where you're spending your time to get it. That's why we're going into these four buckets here about attracting more clients. So think about your ideal client's mindset. Put yourself in their shoes. Are they spending time on Instagram? Are they spending time on TikTok? Or are they out there Googling or looking on LinkedIn or asking friends for recommendations? Here's an example. Uh, Last month, We realized we needed to do some shifting in our team, which was fantastic, right? We realized our social media manager, Tabby, needed to be moved over to our content marketing manager for our community, The Collective. What that meant was one of the biggest things that was a time suck for her was Instagram. Now, she still will manage Pinterest and YouTube and some of our content marketing channels, right? But she said she's exhausted, which makes sense. I did not go to Instagram to search Instagram management. I didn't even click on a hashtag or anything. I went straight to somebody I knew who I'd met a long time ago at social media marketing world. And I said, do you do Instagram management? And she said, no, not at this time, but this person does. She referred to me, somebody on Instagram, here's their handle. And then I didn't even look at what they talked about. I just sent her a message and a DM, and I said, I would love to set up a meeting with you to see if you're the right fit. And so that's how that happened. So, having a presence on Instagram was obviously really important for her because then I could see in the top of her profile she does Instagram management. But I was not going to spend a whole lot of time watching her stuff, learning about Instagram, because I don't want to learn about Instagram. I know there's lots of different places I could sign up to learn about it, but right now my time is more valuable than learning about Instagram. So that's why I want you to think, are your clients, are they in learn mode or are they in hire mode? So they have a problem and they need a solution. So think about how quickly you can get them onto a discovery call to help see that you are the solution to their problem. They don't wanna learn, just we're gonna talk about that more as we go throughout the season, but I just want you to be thinking about that. And now this is not to say by any means that clients can't come through the door from Instagram or TikTok. They absolutely can. But it's if that's never showing up on your tracking list or you've never had someone tell you they found you for t- through TikTok or Instagram, it might not be worth your time. There's other things these platforms do good at, but it's not necessarily the pathway towards clients. And that's what I really want you to begin to unpack here is there's lots of teaching out there about using all these modes to get clients, but does it really happen? And your tracking and your data will help ground you in what's true for your business. And last, this is probably one of the most important ones, is who has an audience full of your clients? And this is where the referral game can get super strong. We're going to go deep on that in the next couple of episodes. Um, We're going to talk about how to do that, what I've done, things I've learned, books I've read, all of that. But for now, I want you to think about what community leader is hosting a group of people who would potentially hire you for your services. It is networking, it is meeting people, it is building connections, and it is going to conferences. Conferences are starting to ramp up again. And I know that networking, it's hard, right? It's not easy for some people. It does not come naturally to them. But what if instead, like I think networking gets this like slimy, like sales kind of does a little bit, One of the things that I do is I just ask to hear people's stories. I really, truly love, love, love. Like I'm at How I Built This Junkie. That's a podcast, by the way. I love listening to people's stories. And you know what I did last month and the month before is I wanted to meet with other seven-figure female agency owners, and not in the online marketing space. I didn't want it to be, um, I didn't want it to be in the space that I knew. So I'm a part of entrepreneurs organization, EO. And so I asked in the My Women of EO group, are there other agency owners? And if you're in EO, you have to make seven figures. So I didn't have to make that distinction. So I said, I would love to meet with agency owners. I don't care what kind of agency you own. I would just love to meet with you for 30 minutes just at have you tell me your story. And so I got five people to meet. And it was probably one of the most impactful pieces of the last quarter for me, just listening to how people serve, listening to how they got started, listening to the things that they overcame. And what resulted were these five other women who were not in the online marketing space, some of them were, some did content marketing, some did branding, some did um, AI, that was super fascinating. And another person did Google SEO for people as an agency. And I got on their radar. And that wasn't really why I did it. But what resulted was that they were like, I didn't know anybody, who had a Pinterest marketing agency. I have clients who ask me about Pinterest all the time, and now I have somebody to refer them to. And also, I built connections with these women. I heard their stories. I heard what they were struggling with. And I walked away learning so much more and being built up and inspired by what they had built. And so if you're afraid of networking, think about it that way. It's just asking people to tell you their story. You're not trying to get anything from them. You're just wanting to learn about them. And that's how you build natural connections. So the networking sounds like speed dating, right? Don't think of it like that. Con- conferences. Okay, this is a big one. Conferences are starting to, um, they're they're really starting to ramp up. And what I'm seeing is there's maybe some conferences that were happening pre-pandemic that are not happening now. So there's space for new conferences to arise and build up and and kind of just show that there's new markets out there for conferences. Start just Googling and searching or looking for communities in your local area if you don't want to travel anywhere. But begin to think about what clients you want. Be very specific, right? So if you're looking for e-commerce, if you're looking for content creators, if you're looking for B2B, B2C, really be thinking that through. So some clients really want to make a personal connection with you and that can happen through referrals. Referrals have been one of the most powerful ways I have built my business. Those first three clients turned into five, turned into eight, and it was all because they told someone about my services and how It had impacted their business. And they said, you should hire Kate at Simple Pin Media. I have loved what she's been doing for me. Please just go, you know, hire her. And if you have clients who are loving what you do, ask them if they know someone who would also like to utilize your services. We've had some clients say no. They like to keep us as their secret weapon and they don't want anyone to know that they have hired us. That's totally fine. And then we have other clients who have said, absolutely, I will tell anybody and everybody, I will post on social, just let me know how I can help you. So don't be afraid to ask. So let's recap. Here are the four ways that you can begin to practice attracting clients to your business. One is content marketing. Next is email marketing. Third is social media with the caveat that you don't get caught in the trap. And the fourth is referrals. Don't try to tackle them all at once. If you already have your tracking sheet set up, make sure that is your guide and pick the number one one that is working. Don't go, I'm gonna do content marketing and then I'm gonna post it on social and then I'm gonna write an email and then I'm gonna ask people for referrals. Do one and really knock it out of the park. But again, make sure you're looking at your tracking sheet so your data guides you instead of your gut and how you feel. I can tell you sometimes that how I feel about something has completely taken me off track and I wish I would have never done it in the first place. So I would love to hear from you. Where are you currently finding clients? Where are clients finding you? DM me on Instagram at Kate All Show. I would absolutely love to hear from you. I would love if you listen, when you listen to this episode, take a screenshot of it, post it on Instagram and tag me at Kate All Show. And then just let me know what's working for you. And to second, follow that up, the growth of the podcast really does depend on you. I'm a podcast listener. I know when I've been impacted by something or it helps me, I really want to share. Would you take a moment after you're done listening and just hit the share button to share with someone else who is a VA service provider or an agency owner? Or like I said, you can share on a social page and tag me. I'm not really on Facebook. I'll be honest about that. I'm really only on Instagram. So I'd love to have more people listen and help be inspired to grow. So if you have a couple more minutes, leave a review too. Already, thanks so much for listening. And I'm excited to just hear how you're going to get some new clients this year.